Hey, you're listening to Sidebar. Hello, buddies, and guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again. It is Jess, Jess, Jess. What's up, listeners? Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. And guys, it's finally here, the album episode. (laughs) Woo! Album episodes have just been kind of a little bit of a mess lately. (laughs) And like with me going back to school Mm -hmm. and stuff, it's just like, but we're here Mm -hmm. and we're ready. And tonight's drink is a whiskey sour which is my new personal favorite drink so let's cheers uh good old whiskey <laughs> which i never thought i would be a whiskey person mm-hmm. you know like part of me have always kind of wanted to like you know be kind of like one of those cool people who could just have like bourbon on the rocks or mm-hmm. something like that but like man that's really hard to do yeah elijah's been in the old fashions lately Mm. That's what I got him for Valentine's Day is like an old-fashioned kit. Cool. <laughs> is it Emily into old fashions? Yeah, Emily likes old fashions. Yeah, because I want to say when we went to go visit her for her birthday, I tried her old-fashioned and mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, I also, something with like whiskey sours, and I don't know if it's necessarily the whiskey, the mix, or just like what are they doing, but like I have not had a whiskey sour that tasted the same as a previous whiskey <laughs> sour. It's like no whiskey sours are alike. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have one that had egg whites in it, hmm. and that was actually really good. Was it like frothy? Um, no, not really frothy. Huh. It was like, it was like a little bit like foggy as a, like a mm. drink, but I wouldn't say it was like foamy or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. But, which this is a quick sidebar real quick. Jordan, Lyra and I went out to a restaurant where I ordered one and the bartender came and he was like, who ordered the Jim Bean Sour? And we're like, the mm-hmm. what? And Jordan's like, I ordered something else that had sour in it. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I ordered a whiskey sour. He's like, oh, okay. What do you want? Your gin bean sour. I was just like, what do you mean? And my brain was not computing like gin bean whiskey yeah. and stuff. And he's like, do you want egg whites or not? And I was just like, You're like, what the hell are you trying to I get know. me? I'm just like, <laughs> surprise me. <laughs> good answer. Yeah. And he put egg whites in it and it was good. Hmm. Yeah, which I knew whiskey sours did come that way, but the first time I ever ordered one, it did not. I want to say mm-hmm. it actually had like vanilla or something added Ooh, to it. That sounds good. Yeah, it was at the. Ah, black crow. Oh, indigo crow. Indigo crow. I'm just mixing names and just coming up with restaurants for no good reason. Um, but yeah, guys, so today's episode, album episode is Swimming by Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. And Jess, you're the one leading this episode. Yeah, so I'm going to start off on a slightly serious note here. Okay. Uh, there is a trigger warning for this episode. We will be talking about drug use, mental health struggles, and death resulting from accidental overdose. Please call the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration 
The number is 1-800-662-4357. If you or someone you know needs help facing mental and or substance use disorders, and the line is in English and Spanish, free, confidential, available 24-7-365, or you can call or text 988 for the Suicide and Crisis Helpline. And we're going to put these in the, the show notes. Yes. So... Always check the show notes, guys. There's good stuff in there. I promise. <laughs> right. So after that serious note, we'll get we'll get into the the, the album here. Yeah, because like I straight up know nothing about Mac Miller to the point to when you show me a Mac Miller song, I didn't know it was Mac Miller. I still added it to my phone and I listened to it several times and I still did not register it was like Mac Miller because just like I don't know for whatever reason I like didn't bother to read the name this is a bad habit i picked up with like apple music because that's where i listen to everything Mm -hmm. where like the biggest thing you see is the album cover not like the name and title and so like i recognize album covers more often now than artists names Mm -hmm. and stuff and so like when you told me just like you gotta listen to more mac miller before we do this i'm like okay (laughs) and then i was just like oh hey have a song by him who would have thought so swimming was the fifth studio album released by mac miller it was released on august 3rd 2018 by remember music and warner brothers records it was produced by mac miller himself with john bryan dev hines j cole id labs damn funk jd dahi tay beast flying lotus and cardo among others damn the album has no credited features, but does contain vocal contributions from Damn Funk, Dev Hines, Snoop Dogg, Sid, Thundercat, and Jit. Where the hell was Snoop Dogg? I'll, I'll tell you. I put it in, in the notes. Okay, because I did not pick up Snoop Dogg. And I'm really worried now because I have a few notes on some of like the weird voices that was in the songs. <laughs> and now bad. I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's bad. <laughs> I'll, I put it in the notes where it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Mac Miller died September 7th, 2018, making Swimming his final album to be released during his lifetime. And he did pass away of an accidental overdose. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, sidebar, they did, like, a couple years ago, they did actually find his drug dealer who, like, mixed the bad drugs. Yeah. And he's in jail now. Uh, but, like, <laughs> is he in jail for being a drug dealer, in jail for killing Mac Miller, D, he, all of the above? He is in jail for knowingly selling Mac Miller like tainted drugs he knew that they were cut with fentanyl basically mm-hmm. but he wasn't necessarily charged with his murder uh no he was charged with he was charged with selling like whatever the fancy legal whatever. name is yeah, for he that. was selling he was charged for selling drugs but then even more he was charged for selling like bad drugs mm-hmm. basically um because it was it was an accidental overdose it wasn't like he didn't like plan to kill him you know yeah uh the album debuted at number three on the U.S. Billboard 200. Oh, wow. Uh, runtime is 58 minutes. And in various, not on this album, but in various other Mac Miller songs, he mentions how he liked whiskey. So that's why we're drinking whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> um, the quote that I am attributing to mac miller is not actually from this album it's just a quote i like yeah. it's from the album best day ever which came out 3 11 11 uh no matter where life takes me find me with a smile 
Hmm. And his zodiac sign is uh, Capricorn. He was born on 1992. Oh, I'm on the cusp of Capricorn. Hmm. My dad's a Capricorn. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't give Capricorn vibes. You but your dad, so? I feel like your dad's just like his own enigma. Your yeah. parents are like on this other plane and I want to be on their plane. <laughs> we want to be on their level. For <laughs> <laughs> real. Your parents found the key of ha- to like happiness in life and they're not fucking sharing. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely haven't told me. <laughs> okay. So let's start off right with the first song is Come Back to Earth okay um so i gave this song a three okay i did like the song um i thought the lyrics were beautiful but and we've talked about this before where mostly with ariana grande don't come after me (laughs) about like oh oh wait relevant to um relevant to this album this album was written after their breakup Speaking oh, of, speaking of Ariana Grande, continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> so wait, did they break up? He wrote the album. He died, and then, like, was that the order of events? Because I thought there was like a few years apart. So, the album Divine Feminine, mm-hmm. which you were not a huge fan of. No, the album Divi- Divine Feminine was written and released in 2016 when they were dating. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh my gosh, do you think they're hormones? Yes, probably. Uh, she does have some vocals on Divine Feminine, definitely. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're all hormones, but she definitely has, like... It's, um, at the beginning, like, intro... I know we're not talking about Divine Feminine. Yeah. But, like, at the in the intro to the album, it's her, like, giggles. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that's That's Ariana Grande. Huh. Um, anyway, I'm not, like, a huge Ariana Grande fan, but... <laughs> um, I don't know the exact date that they broke up, but they definitely broke up before this album because a lot of the songs in this album were written, like, from the point, like, from the perspective of their breakup. Oh, okay. And then she, after they broke up, she started dating Pete Davidson, and her and Pete Davidson were engaged when Mac Miller passed away. Mm-hmm. But then after he passed away, she basically was like, I don't want to marry you anymore. Sorry, Pete. But do you think that was like in correlation to his death? Or do you think it was like something else between the couple? She said it was like, it it just like, what's the word I'm looking for? She said because of his death, she was not ready to like commit to somebody else. Mm. So it was actually due to that that they didn't at least get, get married mm-hmm. all right uh anyways that was a side tangent anyway back to uh come back to earth <laughs> uh-huh. um yeah um it's just like and later on in the album it this was kind of like bugged me a little bit because you hear that he does have a great voice rapping mm-hmm. and singing wise he mm-hmm. does have a good voice and he knows how to support said voice mm-hmm. And I get, it's called swimming. And, like, I get, like, you know, it's supposed to feel like you're swimming or floating or some other thing. I just did not care for the lack of support because I feel like it just didn't match 
the level of like emotions and intelligence of the lyrics mm. i felt like and i did like had to check real quick was like before i put my foot in my mouth because i know there's some albums being released of his natural vocals but mm-hmm. unpolished and mm-hmm. i didn't want to be like oh my gosh i can't believe he did this and it turns out it was unpolished and he can't fix it because he's gone no this one but, was like, the last one that he finished yeah like himself Mm -hmm. yeah and i just felt like they were so well written that like it needed some more support from him i felt like while he put so much effort into everything but his singing Hmm. it was i felt like the singing was kind of put on the back burner that's why i gave it a three because it's like it's a good song but it's just like the little sway in the wind i know those aren't the lyrics i don't want to get copyrighted (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but like I felt like it just needed a little more. Okay. Mm-hmm. What did? You, what are your thoughts? Uh, I gave this song a five. <laughs> <laughs> I really like him. I really like his voice in this song. <laughs> I really like. So he does this thing with his own voice. Mm-hmm. He it's called layering. Yeah. He he'll like record it and then he'll record his own voice on top of it. Yeah. So he's kind of like not like. It's not even really harmonizing, although he does do that in, like, a later song. Yeah. It's, like... He's making a round. Yeah. Well, not even that, because it's it's the same, like, timing. Yeah. It's just, like... That's why it's layering, because he's just singing, mm-hmm. like, on top of himself, basically. Yeah. Um, So, I kind of understand... I understand where you're coming from with the voice, but I think mm-hmm. he... It actually makes sense why he did this... For this song, because he is kind of just like floating, yeah, and and it gets called like swimming and stuff, and there's yeah. a, like a whole symbolic thing. Like I get, I get why he did it. I just wanted, I personally wanted more. Yeah. So the the first song on the album alludes to the idea of using drugs to escape reality and quote unquote like surf in the clouds. Mm-hmm. However, the come back to earth part, he knows he must return to earth eventually, especially if he wants to heal. Yeah. And the some lyrics that I wrote down were. And I was drowning, but now I'm swimming mm-hmm. through stressful waters to relief. So the idea of he's drowning in the waters points to the theme of feeling suffocated by life, but he's still managing to keep above the surface. Like, he's still managing yeah. to keep swimming. Yeah. And I also, like, one of my favorite lyrics is, don't you know that sunshine don't feel right when you're inside all day? Okay, yeah, I was just about to say, I like, those were my favorite <laughs> lyrics uh, I put, and what I won't tell you, I'll, prob- uh, I'll probably never tell myself, and I don't know what, uh, no, that sunshine don't feel right when you're inside all day, because mm-hmm. I was just like, damn, Mac Miller, just call me out right there, <laughs> right? because, like, and it's not necessarily I'm trying to be, like, a hermit or anything in my house, it's just, like, ever since I, like, had my baby and like with her whole complications it's hard for me to be outside long term Mm -hmm. because there are times especially during the summer when i go outside it's like if i go back in i get claustrophobic yeah and so like and now with school it's like i have to sit down and study all day and like stress about my test and then like go outside it's like it burns (laughs) so it's like it's like a good message to the song it's like okay Mm -hmm. life is really hard and it sucks but like you gotta take care of yourself like yeah just keep swimming Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um okay second one is hurt feelings Mm -hmm. do you want to go first this time or do you want me to go first no you can go first (laughs) okay i Um, understand that we have different music yeah like as much as our music takes is very similar there are just some things where it's just like hello (laughs) (laughs) on the other side of the canyon no no go ahead (laughs) um so i did give the song a four 
Um, this song did grow on me. I listened to this album, I want to say about two times, nice. fully all the way through. Um, because like I've mentioned before in multiple album episodes, when we do this, we're like living in the album. So like really dissect it. And stuff. I barely even needed to listen to the album to get my notes because I've listened to it so much. <laughs> you're just already in. Like, oh, I know this one. <laughs> you're like already in the tub, just like playing on repeat. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like the beat and the rhythm throughout the chorus mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, I will say, whoever mixed the album is like applause to you, like Chef's Kiss. It's mm-hmm. fantastic all the way through, except for this one song. <laughs> Later on, I have it somewhere on my notes. I feel like I know which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, when I I don't know if you get this way, but like when there you hear something. And, like, does your brain or your skull, like, physically react? Yeah. Because, like, it seriously... This is the right side, right? Yeah. My right side of my brain, usually it's, like, specifically right corner over here. I don't know what that means and why it reacts to, like, sounds and stuff. Maybe there's, like, a neurologist who's listening. Let me know. But, like, the note it just hit just immediately just <laughs> shut down my right half of my brain. I was like, ah! It burns! <laughs> uh, but this song was great! <laughs> Uh, I really liked the flow of the song. It was super nice. And it's like, it made me wish that the energy he put into like singing this song matched the level of energy he put into the first song. Because like, I get the whole like drifting and stuff, but like, I guess I'm kind of thinking not necessarily lounge singing voice, but like their style of it being sensual and smooth mm-hmm. and still floating, but it's strong. It has body to it. And I felt like if he just did that to the first song, it would have been hands down the best song. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also wrote down, I really love the beat on this one. <laughs> uh, the lyrics... I wrote down some, I wrote down lots of lyrics for this one. (laughs) I pay the cost to see apostrophes that means it's mine. I just think that's like such a clever like play on words. Mm -hmm. I just love those lyrics. Uh, My favorite part of the song is turn the ignition. I'm driven and sitting pretty listening to Whitney and whipping it through the city. Mm -hmm. Just like because I've listened to it so many times. Like I like singing that part. I like like the like how it flows. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just like so good. It's my favorite part. And again, he does that vocal layering in this part. Uh, And then some like deeper parts of the song where he's like talking about like real stuff. I've been getting richer, but that only made me crazy. Mm -hmm. And he's in lots of songs. He talks about like the more famous he gets and the more rich he got. Like um, he felt more and more isolated and it felt like the money was like driving him crazy. Yeah. And... I'm showing her some love. She'd be giving me sex. Mm-hmm. So like he was like he wanted like love and relationship, but she was just like, oh, you could just have sex. That's good enough. Yeah. Um, I've been going through it. You just go around it. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm facing my problems. You're avoiding them. <laughs> Is that, so you think that's him calling out Ariana Grande or something? Um, I think it's just like a general you. Mm-hmm. It's like I face my problems, but like you all, you you people out there just like yeah. to avoid them. Yeah, there's always this like metaphorical you that right. like is talked about a lot, but no one ever explains when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about um, he talks about changing, even though he's not trying to. Mm-hmm. I'm always saying I won't change, but I ain't the same. Everything is different. I can't complain. You don't know what you miss, and shame on you. So he's judging those who are, in fact, not personally developing as he is. Yeah. 
So maybe not specifically Ariana Grande, but just like other people around him. Yeah. And then I keep my head above the water. My eyes getting bigger. So the world is getting smaller. And then again, I think the the eyes getting bigger thing is like another reference to like using drugs to stay afloat. And then again, with the whole, you know, main theme of the album being swimming in the water. So Mm -hmm. what number did you give it? Uh, 4.5. Oh, okay. Because I really, I really, really like this song, but it's Mm -hmm. not my, like, it's not one of my favorites. Yeah. But it's still like, I couldn't give it less than a four. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the next one is What's the Use? Mm -hmm. This one had Thundercat, Sid, and Snoop Dogg. Where the fuck was Snoop Dogg? Just like kind of in the background. They're just like, it's, it's part of, he didn't have like a, he didn't have like a, his own verse. Yeah. And he didn't have like his own like I didn't know Snoop Dogg was on it until I was doing this I doing this research. Yeah. It's just part of the um one of the like layers, like the mm-hmm. the vocal layering. And Well I didn't hear him and I would appreciate <laughs> it if I did heard him. Right. Well I think that's why they didn't have any features because they were kinda like blended yeah. into the album. And a side little like fact about this song. A version of this song was recorded live with Thundercat for the NPR Tiny Desk concert, where they also recorded a version of Small Worlds and 2009 on August 8th, 2018. So Mm -hmm. five days after the album released and about a month before his death. Okay. And you can still find it on YouTube. It's like a live version of of those three songs. Um, Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Um, So I gave the song a three. I did not like the intro slash chorus. Uh, it's like, it's kind of, I, again, before I put my own foot in my mouth, I understand I'm not the best with diction. And I understand, like, here in New Mexico, we kind of have, like, this unique accent mm-hmm. that people only point out when we leave the state. Because it's just right. like, I don't have an accent. Oh, and where then, are you from? I know. They're just like, why are you saying that? <laughs> um... And, like, I get that. And especially me, you know, like, Mm -hmm. my words just get, like, mushed a lot because I speak really fast. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to singing, I can't handle the mumbling and the moom. The moom. It's just, it was too much. I'm like, okay, we got to move this along just a little bit more. Um, But I, like... There's, like, a part where I think it's where it says it freaks me out. That's where, like, the mumbling, like, kind of starts where it's, like, mm-hmm. it freaks me out. I'm just, like, you, like, it was kind of, like, a weird frustration because of, like, oh. I just heard you sing really well. Yeah. Where did it go? Fair enough. Um, but overall, it was a decent song. So yeah. I gave it a three. All right. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I actually also gave it a three. Oh, okay. Um, It's, like. It's like a nice song. It's not mm-hmm. my favorite on the album, but yeah. it's not like a it's not like a bad song. Like I didn't dislike it, you know. Yeah. I like the groovy beat and it's mm-hmm. kind of like a nice chill song. Like, yeah. It's like a little bit less like it's a little bit less deep, let's mm-hmm. be honest. But it's still it's still pretty good. Yeah, like the mixer, dude. Where yeah. are you? You need to like be going out there and doing bigger more things or just right? make yourself a little well, bit more known. Well, it was also a lot of, it was Mac Miller, a lot of it. Damn. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so some lyrics I wrote down for this one. Get a little sentimental when I'm off the juice. Mm-hmm. That's definitely about drugs and yeah. or alcohol. Um, 
Didn't my... you say he liked to drink, what was it called? Lead or something? Lean. Lean. Or or purple drink. Yeah. Yeah. And... It's just like cough syrup and soda. Damn. Yeah. Um, I also like, there's a part where uh, uh, I'm so above and beyond. I like how he says above. <laughs> you take drugs to make it up. Way mm-hmm. up, where are we on? Space shuttle Elon. <laughs> I always laugh at that lyrics. But he's definitely, t- like, he's directly saying, like, yeah, I'm on drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the time is ticking. Come take a ride. Get inside. This is highly different. That's my favorite part of the song. Mm-hmm. I like that. Because it's, like, it's, like, a nice, like, flow. Yeah. Nice beat. So, what basically this song is about is he's reflecting on our materialistic society mm-hmm. and how it can be difficult to take a step back and look at life on a deeper and more meaningful level while at the same time appreciating all the day-to-day moments that make up the experience and is in spite of their everyday struggles the chorus you can love it you can leave it they say you're nothing without it don't let them keep you down what if i don't need it he's talking about how he's able to appreciate life's gifts without having to attach material meaning to them yeah so it's still like there's still like a a message to the song but it's a little bit more like casual yeah yeah and i also gave that one a three okay just because it's not it's Mm -hmm. not like my favorite favorite yeah okay so the next song is perfecto right yep yeah okay so I gave this song a 4.5. Me too. I think this is the best song on the album. Nice. And like, I know he's not really changing much of like his singing structure at all, but you can just tell that he took his time with this song. Mm -hmm. He really like thought about it and put emotion and heart into it and stuff. And Mm -hmm. you can feel it when he's performing the song and that's what i really liked about it while i wasn't super a fan of like and i get like everyone has their like signature style and like kind of like once you have it you have it like britney spears no one come after me but like we all know her high-pitched kid voice was like the signature thing she Mm -hmm. had to make herself stand out and she was literally a child when she started and like because she started when she was like what 14 15 yeah i think she was 14 yeah because toxic she was like 16 when she was singing that song or something Mm -hmm. like that um and so like i get singers will like have like their little signature on how they sing and stuff um but this song you could just you can't deny how good of a song it is and the feeling and the emotion Mm -hmm. of it like you just can't yeah this is a great one. Mm-hmm. I also gave it a 4.5. <laughs> but it was because it was like, I really love this song. Mm-hmm. And very often it's on my on repeats. But it's not like the top, top, top. Of yeah. Myself. Um, so the this song is analyzing his relationship with both drugs and Ariana Grande oh. as his ex. Mm-hmm. Does Ariana Grande do drugs? Uh, <laughs> like, I know this. Controversial opinion. <laughs> She sure had some recent pictures come out that Aww. look like she's Ooh, going skiing. You know where exactly I am going to. I can find it for you. I wish I knew she sure looks name. like she's hitting the slopes. <laughs> Isn't she dating SpongeBob? Yeah. See, I feel like I think it was for Christmas. Ooh. 
So, like, I know she's all blonde now because she's Glenda the Good Witch and stuff. Which, because... Yikes. <laughs> so, like, it has never been confirmed, but, you know, she's got money. She's got access to things. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's just... There's a whole... Yeah, because, like, we saw... worms there. <laughs> yeah, we saw the trailer for wicked for the super bowl halftime show and oh, i didn't watch i didn't watch i only watched like the tail end of it yeah man that was kind of a wild game yeah there's like some <laughs> pictures of her next to yeah. her co-star for wicked and mm-hmm. stuff and like i'm just gonna say she looks unhealthy they look a little wired <laughs> yeah yeah and like and because it's Ariana Grande being Glenda, I kind of don't want to see it. Oh, I'm not going to see it. Like, and I love Wicked. It's such a good musical. Um, I even saw when it came to Pope Joy. It was so fucking good. Yeah. But I think it's also because of that. Like, that's the only, like, Broadway production I have, like, seen, yeah. really. The closest thing to Broadway production. Um, and, like, uh, I'm not going to say I'm an Ariana hater. But yeah, I wouldn't say I hate her. And it's not even it's not even because I like Mac Miller. I'm just not a huge fan of her singing. Yeah. She has a powerful voice and I'm like, why aren't you using it? Yeah. You know? I think I'm being scammed. Ooh. Yeah. But um Anyways, Mac Miller drugs Ariana Grande in the song. Go. Yes. <laughs> So he addresses that these relationships with his drug with drugs and his ex are not perfect but still serve him in some way and therefore he doesn't mind the imperfection where he says it, it ain't perfect but I don't mind. He's like, yeah. you know, he still had it even though he's sad about the relationship ending and even though he knows the drugs hurt him, he still enjoyed being in the relationship with her and he still had, you know, he still enjoyed doing yeah. the drugs, you know. Uh, the lyrics, again, coming back to the swimming of the whole album. Uh, I'm treading water. I know if I stop moving, I'll float. Point to his current mindset. He's kind of staying still and maybe his self-development is paused, but he's not quite drowning yet. Although yeah. later in the song it does say, if I, if I stop moving, I'll drown. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song easily could have been titled Perfect, but it kind of seems like he intentionally added the O at the end to subtly hint to the next album that he was working on, which was Circles. Circles was related. Re- Circles was released two years later in 2020 by his family and record label because he had already passed away at that time. Oh. Um, he had had much of the concept and work done for the album already. After he passed away, his family worked with his record label and producers to finish the album in a way that would honor him. Circles was a concept that Mac Miller had been working on for a while, according to his producers. And we're going back to like some lyrics, some, some more lyrics for this song. We're living off of borrowed time. Kind of, again, is referencing to his drug use. He's like, he knows he's probably going to die young, but like he's kind of accepted it at this point. <sighs> what the fuck is wrong with society just to like to where we're at the point to where like we're all just kind of like i'm gonna die anyway yeah like it's like once you hit a level of fame we're all just kind of waiting for them to like die and then we like celebrate that they made it past 50 and that and to me that's sad i have 
if we have time, I have some bonus examples from other albums where he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to die young. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I also like the, the this part in the song. I feel like a weekend on a Tuesday, I can move dates. I got something else to do day. I always do hate. That's like my favorite part of the song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Next one is self-care. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I got to call. Okay, next one is self-care. <laughs> um, okay. I gave the song a 3.5. Okay. And it's because I have mixed feelings on it. And yeah. it's like... Did you watch... You watched the music video, right? Yes. Isn't it brutal? Yeah. And I'm just like, you do remember I'm claustrophobic, right? I know. I'm sorry. And like, I was watching it and I was... Just, this is my note. He busted out. On... He busted out the wrong way. And I was just like, this music video makes me want to throw up from anxiety. Like, I know he's not really trapped and it's all cinematographic and stuff. But, like, he whips out the cigarette and I'm like, I fucking lost it. Like, internally, I was just like, no. And then, like, him busting out. He busted out wrong, okay? If you guys are ever in a wooden box and you're buried underground, do not start immediately kicking and trying to get out. Because you will suffocate with all the dirt getting swallowed into your mouth and into your lungs, okay? You will die way faster and more painful if you do that what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to cover your fucking face with your shirt and then start kicking and screaming i know it seems very backwards but you will be able to move your shirt a lot better than a whole bunch of little wispies of dirt that just keep coming and coming and coming and then when he popped out i was just like okay and then he blows up and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> i'm like why does she have me watch this sorry oh uh, but anyways i thought about just like talking about it but i i thought you might be a little lost yeah what what did he carve into where oh, he started oh, punch oh i have i have i have notes okay I have notes on that okay um but back to just the song um like i said i have mixed feelings on it i liked it up until like the change at the end where just you don't like the oblivion no okay. like it just felt like it was a completely different song and i felt like it should have been a different song and i felt like it didn't truly add to the rest of it because okay. i thought it was like good like i still have the whole yeah. like i thought that was good but i it have was just... many notes and i think it was all intentional Ugh. all okay. the things that you don't like well, i think were all intentional well yeah <laughs> i i would imagine so and then like there's a part where it says, been on the road, I don't see it, out of the road, I don't see where I'm going. I don't like it because it doesn't sound like the band, but it sounds like ghosts to me. Like, like spirits. It sounds like ghostly spirits, you know? And I'm just like, what is this? And it sounds completely different on headphones and without headphones. Yeah. And I don't even think I even heard it in the music video, that part, too. And I'm just like, this is weird, I'm not vibing. Okay. Are you ready for my notes? Yes. Okay. This is five out of five. I love this song so much. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's my favorite on the album, but it's. it's do you have there. a favorite on the album? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. I'm worried it's the one you didn't like because it's like very specific. It's okay if that is though. Like, yeah. It's yeah, okay yeah, yeah, if that yeah, yeah. is the case. Okay. This song is very bittersweet, mm -hmm. and it's another very prophetic song. Mm -hmm. This is the last music video he ever recorded, which begins with him waking up buried in his own coffin. He's smoking cigarettes in his casket during the music video, which is ironic for self-care because he's showing he has self-destructive tendencies, even though he's attempting to do self-care. He's, he's taking care of his own yeah. self. He's like, I'm going to take care of myself. Like, it's fine. This is what works for me. 
but at the same time it's like it's killing him yeah um cigarettes are bad kids right so on the inside of his wooden coffin he carved the words memento mori Mm -hmm. which means remember death god and it's (laughs) i want that as a tattoo it's gonna go on my spooky legs oh my gosh by my skeleton um he then punches through the spot i know that's not the right way to escape but he pushed through the part where he's remembering death Mm -hmm. and rises from his grave through the dirt that buried him so the transition from being in his grave Uh to digging through the dirt is what turns into the oblivion portion of the song yeah so the end of the song got stuck in oblivion is why some people believe that the trilogy he was he was working on a trilogy so yeah it was swimming circles and then there was one more that was gonna be uh-huh. created but he passed away before he even started working on the third one mm-hmm. some people believe that the trilogy would have been named swimming in circles till oblivion the last and never created album being oblivion i personally believe that it would have been called infinity uh-huh because he already did the oblivion part that yeah. was that song um, and also, one of his brand phrases was, and still remains, 92 till infinity, being the year that he was born, 92. So I think it would have been swimming in circles uh-huh. till infinity, but of course, we'll never know. So, like, oh, there's a lyric in this song. I don't know if you caught it. Like September, I fall. Uh-huh. He died in September. Damn. <laughs> um, can't trust no one, not even yourself. Because of his self-destruction. It was mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, his his drug use that caused him to pass away. You know, it was an accident, but it was ultimately his own self-destruction. Um, so the lyrics, I know it's a beautiful feeling in Oblivion, remind me of the lyrics in the song Good News from Circles. Where they say, where he says, there's a whole lot more for me waiting on the other side. This is his way of saying he's okay with where he's going to end up where he is now and that we don't need to worry about him he's happy on the other side and in oblivion when he digs out of his grave it's solid white which is a stark contrast from his dark grave the symbolism for the fact that he's no longer in his grave he's on the other side in oblivion so even though he passed away even though he was in his grave he's on the other side like he made it to he made it to oblivion and that's why it's such a stark, like, that's why it sounds like two different songs. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he's in his grave, and then he's not. Yeah. He's died, he's died, and then he's, like, in, he's on the other side. Yeah. Um, his grave then blows up, slash, explodes, and his body is flying through the air. But his, the video still ends with him standing calm through the explosion in oblivion. So it's almost like his body's gone Mm-hmm. but he's still there in oblivion yeah that's why that's why i felt like it was important for you to watch the music video because it's mm-hmm. it it shows why there's like when he crawls out of his grave like it's, yeah it kind of is a different song yeah i have a lot of feelings about this song yeah. it's just like it, it you, really you does... understand it on a very much more complex level than i yes. did like oh my gosh like this sounds really morbid, but, like, after he passed away, I watched this music video, like, so often. Uh-huh. And it actually, like, brought me comfort. Uh-huh. Because I was like, he's okay. Like, he's in oblivion. Yeah. Like, he's, he's where he needs to be. Like, like as, you know, 
as sad as it was and as tragic, like, he knew that's where he was going, obviously. Because yeah. he made the music video. Mm -hmm. And it's just so, like, it gets me. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> Kurt Cobain, like, said one of the things he was, like, known for saying is, like, he had a fear that he was going to die like Jimi Hendrix. And he mm -hmm. knew he was going to die young right. and stuff. And yeah. it was definitely, like depending on how you want to look at it mm -hmm. by his own hand whether right. it was someone that helped him do it or it would have because eventually as sad as it is like Kirk Cobain was you know similar to like Mac Miller had right. a lot of bad drug habits right and a lot of bad alcohol <laughs> habits and you know and, and you if, know what that does to you yeah, yeah. and like even if it was a suicide not a suicide whatnot his habit would have caught to him you know yeah and stuff and that's just what sucks without these artists that i feel like they tend to accept their fate way faster than they should you yeah. know dang this like immediately ties into my next notes for okay. my next song for the next song <laughs> well there we go transition okay so the next song is wings mm -hmm. oh my gosh this song like on all the songs in the album like you'd think it'd be self-care mm -hmm. but of all the songs in the album like this one sometimes makes me cry yeah wings. yeah because it's so it's directly after self-care which you know shows him in the grave mm -hmm. and then the next song is his wings like he's not in the grave anymore he's got his wings now yeah i really love the backtracking on this mm -hmm. one like it's just so like it's just so pretty yeah um and it's got really pretty lyrics i ain't feeling broken no more I ain't worried now till I leave. I'm just trying to ride and feel the breeze with something bad beside and next to me. It almost sounds like this is where he's accepted his fate and he's at peace with it. Mm -hmm. um, I put some money on forever, but I don't like to gamble on the weather. It's just so pretty. Yeah. I just love the singing in this one song. In this song. Um, and then the part where he says, these are my wings. I always kind of like to look at it as like his music is his wings. Yeah. Because, you know... Whatever you, whatever you believe where he is now, because he's obviously passed away, like whatever your, your version are, of the afterlife, right? Like it is true that he will live on through his music. Mm -hmm. It's almost like whatever you believe, like his music is his wings. Yeah. And that's why I, like this one always gets me. Um, who can sur who can surf the universe with me? Lucifer is human. So are we. And this lyric is like. Humans are imperfect, but that's what makes us human. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm done with my rambling on that. One. What did you score it as? Uh, I'm pretty sure I gave it a five. I gave it a five, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of fives on this album yeah. for me. So I gave the song a 2.5. That's okay. That's all right. Um, again, I didn't, like, and I tried. Okay. Um, it we can me, have different opinions. Yeah, okay. it just makes me feel like there's so many layers, and I'm very intrigued by it. And I just like, man, it's just I need to like dig a little deeper, I guess. Mm -hmm. But um, like I thought the song was good, but it wasn't like I didn't think it was impressive, and like it didn't catch my attention enough for me to like try to, like, to save it. Yeah, or decipher it a little deeper and stuff. I th and I, I didn't realize how much it connected to the other song. Yeah, that's totally understandable because I think part of what makes it so good is where it is in the album. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's... Well, I do. I do because I know the context of it. But I don't mm -hmm. know if necessarily it's, like, 
if you're just a casual listener, like, it might not be its own, like, standalone song. Yeah. I think it's, like, it's in the perfect place in the album, right mm-hmm. after self-care. Yeah. All right, all right, but yeah, I gave it a team point five. Fair enough. Okay. Ooh, okay, ladders. Mm-hmm. This one is always on my repeats on Spotify. Yeah. It's always like my most listened to song on my phone. Mm-hmm. And it definitely is more of like a poppy song than a, yeah. than a rap song. Mm-hmm. But it still has a good beat. Yeah. Um, I'm swimming a bit, but deeper in thought. Keeping my head on top by my shoulders. I'm into some shit. I'm out of the box. That's again with the swimming motif. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to maintain. I'm, starting, I'm staying so high. Put the ladder all the way up till we touch in the sky. That's like my favorite part of the song. Yeah. Um, and also, before you know me, better know yourself. I've been in the shit so long that it don't smell. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the the lyrics. Yeah. This one's not as, like, it doesn't carry as deep of a meaning to me. Mm-hmm. If I'm just kind of, like, casually, like, want to have, like, a upbeat song, that's usually what I'll put, like, oh, okay. what I'll put on. Yeah. But because of that, because it's so catchy and it's, like, always in my head, I still gave it a five. Yeah. <laughs> um i gave this song a three i did really like the music of it Mm -hmm. and stuff like again just like applause to the mixer (laughs) and mac miller on Mm -hmm. that part um the keyboards that are in the song were definitely my favorite Mm -hmm. i felt like those really shined um and i do think that out of like his singing not his rapping but his singing voice i do feel like his vocals were the strongest in this song yeah you know uh and i just again was just like if you have it fucking use it but like i get it i get it. it's supposed to match the theme and yeah. all that like i understand but part of me still just like mm. um and it kind of does make me wonder a little bit more i'm just like if he like if he could do that with his voice <laughs> why doesn't he do it through the whole album and make it to where it matches more of the flowiness versus i feel like it should have been more flowy, like a river, mm-hmm. instead of wisp, like steam. Okay. That's kind of how I feel about, like, if we're going to do the metaphor with water and swimming mm-hmm. and all that. It's like his vocals for a lot of it was more of, like, the mist and the steam yeah. hmm. coming off the water. Hmm, and like this that. one was actually the water in his voice. Hmm. Um, and I do actually have a favorite lyric. And I really liked how we ended it on this lyric was, we don't need extra, we all we got. Yeah. This song, like, this is a solid song. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, even without the rest of the album, like, it's a standalone song. Like, you can just listen to it. Like, yeah. It won't, you know, it doesn't make me cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just, a, like, it's You're always, like, I don't have a mental breakdown? Yeah, for real. It's, like, probably, like, even probably right now, it's, like, my top listen to song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it's not as, like, it's not as deep as the rest of the album. It's yeah. just, like, it's pretty catchy. Next one is Small Worlds. Go ahead. It's not my favorite, so don't worry. Okay, so I'm just going to say this now. Oh, and this was um, another one that was on the Tiny Desk concert. Oh, okay. Um, zero is a harsh number. <laughs> I don't give it out often. And I didn't this time, but I'm just saying, like, zero, it has to be a song where I absolutely cannot listen to it. I can't finish it. It all immediately skipped, done, skis, like, no, that's a zero. Yeah. I give the song a one. Yeah. Um, he is kind of it just is, talking. Yeah. It's, yeah. to me, it's the worst song on the album. Um, and it's like, it, it goes back to my pet peeve. And it's how he says small, that the world is so small. 
and I'm just like, bro, you don't need to do it. I actually agree with you. I do. Mm -hmm. I do think this is my least favorite song on the album. I do agree with you. And you know where it's repeating. It's like, um, the world's small, so small, but it ain't or something until Mm -hmm. it ain't or something like that. It goes over the minute mark. Like it's, that's all he says for over a minute. I'm like, bro, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I know you got a shit ton of lyrics stored in there. <laughs> Where did they go? Yeah. That's fair. Um, I gave this song a three. It is, is that your lowest score? Yes. I didn't. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, like, this is a no skip album for me. Like, if I'm listening yeah. to the whole album, I won't, I won't skip any songs. But I do agree with you that this is my least favorite. If this mm-hmm. song comes on just kind of like in my shuffle and I'm listening to like just music in general, I mm-hmm. you I will usually skip it. Yeah. But if it's in the album, I'll just let it play. Yeah. Um I do agree that he could have put more effort into his voice on this one. For yes. sure. He's kind of just like talking on mm-hmm. this album. But I still like um I still like the song. I wish it had more of a beat. There are some good there are some good lyrics in here that I like. Nobody know me, oh well, hard to complain from this five-star hotel. Mm-hmm. It's That's, again, like, how he's talking about as he as he got more famous, like, he got more and more isolated, but he's like, well, I can't really complain. I'm, like, rich and famous. Yeah. Um, as he climbs the ladder to fame, he feels more and more isolated. The world, that's what he means by the world is so small till it ain't. And the world opened up for him once he got famous. Uh, there's another prophetic lyric in here. I don't want to grow old, so I smoke just in case. Mm-hmm. And I can feel my fingers slipping in a motherfucking instant. I'll be gone. Like, that's pretty damn, like... Yeah. He's pretty close to death at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, I've been a fool, but it's cool. That's what human beings do. Keep your eyes to the skies, never glued to your shoes. That's my favorite part of the song. Like, I still enjoy the song. Yeah. Me, personally. hmm Okay, next one. Yeah. So, I do have a question. Is okay. there a part two to this song? Because it's Conversations Part One. So, is there a part two? Or okay. did he, like, die and couldn't finish the conversation? Okay, okay, okay. So, Conversation Part One. I have it directly, and that's, like, the first thing I wrote. Okay. There was possibly supposed to be Conversations Part Two and Three on the next albums that... Because he was going to make a trilogy. Yeah. So, it's going to be Part One, and then there was going to be Conversations Part Two on Circles. Conversations Part Three on whatever. Yeah. The next one. Um he it is theorized that the song hands off of circles is conversations part two because he hadn't like he hadn't finished it so he hadn't gotten like the track listing like yeah the titles that he wanted so there is there is out there one of the songs is part two but we don't know which one it is Mm. but they're they're theorized that it's hands because it kind of has a similar theme. He's like, it, basically, he's having a conversation with himself. Yeah. But there's another song on this album where he's having a conversation with himself, too. Which is 2009, which I'll get on to later. But, um, let me scroll back up. So, he's having a conversation with himself. He started in the basement, made it way up to top. Now I'm in the spaceship. All you do is sit around the house. You're getting faded. Hey, kid, you can use a little bit of your imagination. So he's he's almost like warning himself. Mm-hmm. He's warning his younger self. And it says, everybody famous, everybody wild, everybody dangerous. Getting a couple dollars now, they act in strange. So again, like as he gets richer and richer, like the less people he can trust. Yeah. And in his song, 
Diablo, which was from Faces, which mm-hmm. was a mixtape that came out in 2014, and it was re-released as an album in 2021. He has the song, he, he specifically, like, warns himself about celebrities again. Yeah. Um, and he says, how do the famous function, the A-list can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. So it's like, conversations is like, hey, like, watch out. Yeah. Uh, since I gave you all my notes, I'll just give you my rating. My rating on this one was also three. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel the same way about... I feel the same way about this one as Small Worlds. If I'm like if I'm yeah. listening to it on on shuffle, I'll usually skip it. But if mm-hmm. it's in the album, I'll I'll listen to it. Yeah, I gave this song a two because I was just I felt like the album started off strong. Granted, like I will not say this now. This album isn't necessarily for me, um, but I felt like it was strong. And then like freaking, we kind of like started to stumble at wings. Ladder was okay. Small World was just a big flop for me. <laughs> and then here I'm just like. It's just more of just like, I know you got it in you, yeah. kid. Where'd you go? Fair enough. And while I do think it's well written as like the whole concept of it all, but again, personally, it just wasn't for me. I just mm-hmm. didn't hit me the way I think the song was supposed to, you know? Yeah. But, Understandable. Yeah. Okay. I'm scared. Is this your favorite song that's it, coming up? Dunno uh-huh. is my favorite song on the album. Okay. <laughs> But it's okay if it's not your favorite song. It's not my favorite Would you song. like me to go first? Sure. <laughs> okay. This is five out of five. This is my favorite on the album. I think this one, he did the best layering. Mm-hmm. The melody of this song is my favorite. It always, the humming at the beginning of the song always gets me. It's just like, to me, personally, it's such like a pretty song. Like his voice is just so pretty in this one. Um... The part where he goes, until, until there is no longer, let's get lost in the clouds. And you don't gotta work harder, you can calm me down. My, these are my favorite vocals on the whole album. Mm-hmm. The layering is just so good. And then the lyrics, uh, that some more lyrics I wrote down. Oh, I want to feel just how you feel. Touch you one more time so I know you're real. And I think we just might be all right, thank God. It's just like, it just gets me. It's just so pretty. But it's okay if you do not feel the same. It's like my note was almost the exact opposite. (laughs) Um, I gave it a two. Um, I didn't care for the last minute of the song. Okay. I didn't care for his little thing he had going on. And and the way he was singing it was like, it's a little hard for me to listen to it long term. Oh, it's my favorite. (laughs) It's my favorite freaking song. I mean, I have a lot of many favorites. Yeah. It's just... This one's also very commonly on mm-hmm. repeats. Oh, I forgot to mention this about Ladders. Uh-huh. I know that was a couple songs ago now. Um, Elijah doesn't even like rap or really Mac Miller. And he I don't genuinely- believe Elijah when he says he doesn't like certain music. I don't believe it because give it like a year or two time. He's going to be like, oh yeah, I like I know. But he genuinely does like Ladders and will sing along with me. Okay. Anyway, I know that we back up a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that song wasn't for me. And I was just like, okay, Mac. Okay. Jet Fuel. Fuel. Jet Fuel. Jet Fuel. Jet Fuel. Um, I gave this song a 3.5. I actually thought this one was going to be your least favorite. Really? Um, Because of the intro. (laughs) 
like i wasn't in love with the intro Mm -hmm. but um i thought it was good overall and i liked the lyrics overall Mm -hmm. um but the last 55 seconds of the song i'm like having a real hard time i don't know what's up with some of these artists lately but it's just like it's either to have a banging intro and a really bad outro (laughs) or it's just bad outro good middle bad intro yeah just you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like i just i don't know like, I really like the beat, and I love the pace that he did and the tempo he kept for the song. Mm-hmm. And ugh, I didn't write the name of the song, but I'm, like, 75% sure this, these lyrics are from Jetful. Let me know if I'm wrong. Um, you can have the world in the palm of your hands. Uh, you still might drop it. Is that from Jetful? Uh, no. That's from the last one. That's from So It Goes. Oh. Well, there... That's okay. <laughs> well, there's, uh, uh, okay. Well, there's my fair lyric for that one. <laughs> um, I got some fun facts about that one. Not so fun facts. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty decent song. So yeah. 3.5. I gave it the same. I uh-huh. gave it a 3.5. I don't love the intro or the outro of this song. Like, it just goes on for so long. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, let's get on. Let's get on. The whole, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. also the, like, the reggae, like, Yeah, I'm just, I don't like, love that. Like, but. but I, I love reggae. Reggae's great. Yeah. But, like, if you can't do it, don't fuck with it. And it was somebody else. Like, I don't know who those vocals were. Yeah. Um, But I feel like the rest of the song makes up for the beginning and the end. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll get through the outro so that I can listen to the song and then, I mean, I'll get through the intro mm-hmm. so I can listen to the rest of the song and then for the outro, I'll just skip. There's yeah. another song that's like one of my favorite Mac Miller songs, which I think that you know is Jump. Yeah. It was one we were listening to in the car and you were like, oh yeah, I like okay. this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't off of this album. It was off of Good, a- Good A.M., and the outro, it's like you would hate. I, you probably don't like the outro, but mm-hmm. I always skip it. It's just like a solid minute of like, tick, 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 tick. yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's it, but it. I always skip it. So that's kind of how I feel with this one. But I, I feel like the rest of the song makes up mm-hmm. for it. Like I remember, like it's just so unnecessary. Like we don't yeah. need. I'm sure it had meaning for him, but I don't listen. I just skip it. Yeah. And same, same with this one. I skip the outro. Yeah. Um. It's just, like, I feel like, and this isn't, like, a note to just Mac Miller. This is to all the artists. It's just, like, I feel like. Like, I want to hear the song. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the outro, though, is, like, very important. And it's either overthought Mm -hmm. or not thought about enough. Yeah. There's very few times where it has been, like, perfect, you know? Because sometimes you, like, hear a song and then, like, it ends too short. And it's just, like, that's it. Yeah. You can just do a little something at the end, and then it's just like, okay, I don't need another fucking story or another song. This isn't a hit a track era. Yeah, we right. left that era a long time ago, guys. <laughs> but there are a lot. I actually wrote down a lot of lyrics for this one. Um, You're oh, like, I wrote down the whole song. <laughs> have you ever tried Jet Fuel? The weed? Yeah. See, I was wondering yep. if it was the weed yep. and stuff. That's why that's why he's up in the clouds and he doesn't come down because he never runs out of jet fuel because it's, yeah. it's his drugs. His yeah, I was wondering if it was just like if he was just using jet fuel as like just a staple of just like all narcotics or if it was like the strain. I kind of think it was just a reference to all of them because mm-hmm. it's, you know, obviously he wasn't only smoking weed. 
Yeah. Or you would still be alive. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I, I really like, after the intro is done, the first lyrics of the song, used to want to be a superhero, fly around with a cape catching bad guys, now my head underwater, but I ain't in the shower and I ain't getting baptized. Which is like another like swimming one. He's like, okay, he's not he's not above the water anymore. He's like starting to get slightly drowning, you know. Mm-hmm. But I really like the the flow of that. Yeah. I really like the flow of that lyric. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't tell me nothing no more. Came from the basement under that floor. That's about him talking about his success again. He's yeah. coming coming up from the basement. Uh, liquor still in my cup. Get faded when I wake up because everything is too much. So what? You know, again. With uh-huh. the, alcohol woke up this morning with a bright idea maybe i can exist forever right here i kind of get the same feel from that lyric that i do in wings is like this is how he's gonna exist forever is because Mm -hmm. people are always gonna listen to his music yeah his music's always gonna be there that's how he can exist forever Mm -hmm. well i'm gonna be here for a while longer than i did expect to and i feel like this is another reference to how he knew he was gonna die young he's like Mm -hmm. oh i can't believe i'm still alive now I'm in the clouds, come down when I run out of jet fuel. But I never run out of jet fuel. I think the jet fuel is the drugs. Yeah. It's like, I never run out because I'm always up. I'm always up high. Mm-hmm. I really actually do like the trumpet outro. Yeah. But I do appreciate the instruments. It yeah. It kind of, the, the outro could have been the trumpets. Mm-hmm. And the last lyrics where he's just like, like, I didn't even know. Until I was doing this, I didn't even know there were lyrics there. Yeah. Because it's so hard to understand. Yeah, there's, like, honestly, like, and this is, like, and, again, I'm not sponsored by Apple Music or anything. It's just, like, I appreciate that Apple Music, if they have the ability to, they do show the lyrics and it follows with, like, the singing voice. Because there has been so many times where I'll just be, like, blindly listening to a song and then sit, come an album episode, sit down, examine lyrics and be like, there's words there? Right? (laughs) That's what I was saying? I thought it was something else. Right. So, yeah, shout out to having lyrics on whatever streaming (laughs) service you are listening to music to. Right. Did I give my rate for that one? Oh, yeah. 3.5. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 2009. I gave it a three. Okay. Um, it was good. I love the intros with the violin, mm-hmm. you know. Um, See, that was an intro that I feel like fit the rest of the song. Yeah. Um, I did wish that the violin stuck with the song mm-hmm. and were there at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the flow and the feel of the song. But again, what's with the last f- the fucking ending? Yeah. I'm just like, dude. He does lo- love his outros. <laughs> Apparently. But I'm just like, if you love your outros, like, just make it a part of the song. Yeah. Um, my favorite lyric from the song is, sometimes I wish I took a simpler route instead of having demons that are the size of my house. Mm-hmm. Because, like... For me personally, like, I felt like, again, that was kind of like a little bit of a call out. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you never intend to pick the toughest route, you know? Like, no one actually goes out there with the mindset of like, I'm going to make my life the hardest it can possibly be and just struggle and suffer forever Mm -hmm. and always have problems and issues and stuff. Like, no one truly sets themselves out to do that. And if they are, that's because they're dealing with something else bigger and they're just trying to hide it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, like... I felt like that was just, like, a good imagery, you know, mm-hmm. uh, about talking about, like, your own issues and yeah. struggles and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but overall, I gave the song a three. Nice. 
I gave this one a four because it's just, it's another one that's just like pretty to me. Mm -hmm. And I actually will, if this comes on in shuffle, I actually will continue to listen to it. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be only in context of the album for me. In my opinion, this was an intro he did well because it tied into the rest of the song. It doesn't go on too long and it's really pretty. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, orchestral. The music, although I agree with you, the music is pretty simple when he's actually rapping. Mm-hmm. Um, the song is titled 2009, which is the first year when he was working on his first album when he was 17. Is that when Spins comes out? Or whatever Kids. song? No, what's the one? The album is called Kids. Oh, that, sure. That it's on. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, Um, Like, when did he I'm graduate sure, high actually. school? Let me Let me look up when Kids came out. Let's see. Uh, Kids came out in 2010. Oh. So the year after 2009. Uh, it was his, and Kids was his fourth mixtape. Mm-hmm. So he, he had basically just started being a rapper in, in 2009. And it features an intimate conversation between the current Mac Miller and the Mac Miller from, from, um, the past the past similar to conversations part one except it's more it's a little bit more upbeat Mm -hmm. um he talks about the unforeseen experiences that he will face in the first verse another swimming reference yeah okay you gotta jump in to swim like take that leap yeah you gotta you gotta do it and he describes the beginning of his career when he had more much more energy to jump in and swim rather than just right now when he is just treading water all right so yeah, four to five. Okay, the <laughs> last one is So It Goes. Yeah. I gave the song a 2.5. Okay. Um, it had me in the beginning. I mm-hmm. promise it did. I thought it was good. And then it lost me about halfway through. All right. Um, this is the song I was telling you about where like it shut down half of my brain <laughs> with those fucking sympathizer things going okay. on. And it just, I, I don't know if this actually was happening in the song or my brain was like, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. But it just felt like the noises of like the little synthesizer sound was just getting louder and louder and louder as the song went on and i had to turn it off i couldn't finish it, was. it. okay because i was just like i'm going insane it, it was okay so freaking samara was gonna come out of my phone i swear to god <laughs> so that was kind of the opposite of the intention of the synthesizers well someone <laughs> in the afterlife tell him that wasn't a very good idea damn Okay, so I have some notes that are the opposite of what you said. I gave it, I gave it a 4.5, mm-hmm. but that, like, it's okay. Yeah. We can have different opinions. So at the end of the song, there is a harmony that Mac Miller gave producer John Bryan a specific vision before. Hours before his death, he tweeted that he had asked the producer to make the song's outro sound like what would he, what he would imagine the ascension to heaven would sound like. Oh my god, don't send me to heaven then. (laughs) (laughs) The last tweet, which, wait, hold on. (coughs) The last tweet that he sent out, which was hours before he passed away, he said, um, oh, let me click on it. Like, do you think you know he was dying when he was typing those tweets? I don't know. That's, that's, like, the his last tweet was the end of so it goes is so beautiful man i told john Bryan to play the ascension into heaven and he nailed it 
it has the tweet has since been deleted because they deleted it after he died. So, damn. So, oh, and in his last Instagram story on the night he died was a video of him in a dark room listening to So It Goes on a vinyl pressing. So he genuinely could have been listening to that song when he died. Which does, I mean, it is pretty dark. Yeah, but that, oh, just my brain, how bad it hurt my brain. I can't wrap my brain around it being the last thing I heard. Because it was... Well, it wasn't for you. It's okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> whatever I'm going, once my time is done here, I'm just going to ask for it to be quiet. <laughs> Don't give me any sounds. <laughs> just like, let it be quiet. I'm cool. Fair enough. Okay. I feel like, do we have a little bit of time for my bonuses? Yeah, of course. Okay. So, another really good album is good am oh before we start talking about other albums let's give our personal ratings for this album okay what is yours uh, mine turned out to be 4.23 out of 5 mine's 2.6 okay <laughs> and if it makes you feel better I redid Pierce the Veil because when we did Pierce the Veil, the audio was crap and stuff. And so I eventually did end up redoing it, as mm-hmm. I told you before. And that one, after listening to it and dissecting the lyrics and taking in your notes, taking in my notes and stuff, I did end up scoring it a lot lower. Okay. So this isn't the lowest score. No, album. it's okay. It's yeah, just right next to Pierce the Veil. Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, so the bonuses from Good AM, there's, there's some more like prof- prophetic ones. Yeah. This is the one... This one's so brutal. Okay. I'll, I'll do that one last, actually. Mm-hmm. So, in his song Brand Name, off of Good AM, which I believe... Let me look it up before I say it. I believe Good AM came out in 2013. So, right now, in this year, 2024. 2015. It was... Good AM was released in 2015. Okay. When he died in 2018. Yeah. He would have been 32. How many... How many albums have come out since his death? Uh, the only one... So, Circles came out mm-hmm. after he died. That was the... It was new. Released as a new album. Faces had already been released, but it was a mixtape yeah. before. So, we'd, we'd already heard, like, the song. That came out in 2021 mm-hmm. as an album. They're working on an album with a rapper named Madlib right mm-hmm. now, but we don't know when it's going to come out. I looked up the release date and they haven't announced anything. So one new one has been, because he it was the one he was working on, which was yeah. Circles. And then there's tons of, uh, on SoundCloud, there's tons of unreleased stuff. Yeah. But sound, like it's not really like, his estate didn't clear it, basically. Yeah. Okay, wait, let me go Let me go to these really quick before we move on. Okay. Uh, I just was curious if, like, yeah. the albums that we're now going to talk about are the ones that he personally released, right? Yes. This okay. one was released in 2015 mm-hmm. and when he was still alive. Yeah. Uh, in the song Brand Name, he specifically requests that who he buys drugs from, and here's the lyrics, don't mix it with that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Which we know that's what happened. Wah, wah, wah. And in in the song Jump, which the one I, with yeah. that was what I was talking about with the outro, uh-huh. the like clicky outro that I don't like either. Uh, you know me though from coast to coast, smoking dope, overdosed with the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. That one's pretty. Okay, this one is it's kind of two songs, 
like combined. Mm-hmm. It's Godspeed slash Perfect Circle. Okay. This one's pretty brutal. It's pretty long. Everybody say I need rehab because I'm speeding with a blindfold on and won't be long till they watching me crash. And they don't want to see that. They don't want me to OD and have to talk to my mother telling her they could have done more to help me and she'll be crying saying she'll do anything to have me back can i go on quick sidebar real quick so like this is what i me and jordan were having this talk about like i'm of the opinion that we make celebrities the bad guys Mm -hmm. we as the fans do not treat them right yeah you know and what i mean by that is like unintentionally we're putting tons of pressure on them because we Mm -hmm. want more from them you know and like yes it's their job you know there's this thing in our brain that is just like well it's their job to produce stuff it's their Mm -hmm. job to entertain so therefore if we give them the demand they will do it because Mm -hmm. that's their job but i don't think a lot of fans take into consideration on what that does to the artists yeah totally um because we were talking about the forever 27 club and amy winehouse she died of alcohol poisoning Mm -hmm. and it was sad and she was alone for her last final hours Mm -hmm. and it was something like that to where you know when she passed she just got done with her concert in london and she went home she was having problems with her lover at the time and she was just in this sad lonely state and we all knew that she was heavy drinker and stuff and she kind of isolated herself towards the end and Mm -hmm. it wasn't until like 3 p.m or around noon the next day somewhere from noon to 3 p.m the next day where her security guard found her and he said like her body was just littered with bottles yeah and it's just like where were the people in her life but then it's just like where's the people in anyone's life and jordan he made the point of saying just like well as much as there probably was someone there who wanted to help you can't help someone who doesn't want help and when you get to that point of fame it's hard to help them right because it's just like they make their own bubble and then like once you reach a point of fame you're untouchable so like in mac miller's case like who could have really been there to help him to save him and on it's like been reported Mm -hmm. on the night he died he had been hanging out with his friends Mm -hmm. like he basically they came over and they watched like some like it was either like a basketball game or like a football game or something yeah and then they went home like they didn't know yeah they didn't know that that was the last time they were gonna see him and oh mm-hmm. also the rest of the lyrics this is this is back to brand name the rest yeah. of the lyrics is to everyone who sell me drugs don't mix it with that bullshit i'm hoping not to join the 27 club yeah and he didn't because he was 26 when he died but I don't think that necessarily meant he was like, I hope I die before I'm 27. No, but like, no, definitely not. Yeah. But it, but at some, like, there wasn't anybody, there wasn't anybody who could have done anything about it because he didn't want stop it. Stop taking drugs. Like, yeah. He, he knew that was where the road was heading and mm-hmm. he was like, it's fine. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know? So, and like, he had friends, like yeah. he had friends that saw him that night. Mm hmm. And they couldn't do anything about it. You know? Yeah. And it's one of those, like, you know, if you're high and your friends are high right. and you leave high, right. no one no one can help anyone because right. no one's in the right state of mind to help. 
Mm-hmm. And like, I know I mentioned Kurt Cobain earlier, but like, I feel like Kurt Cobain was one of the few artists on record to have his close circle was just like, you need to get your shit together. Yeah. Like his, uh, like within his life, it was like his breaking point was he did a concert in Rome and after it, he like shot up some heroin and took champagne and I think some pills and he tried to kill himself after the show. Like mm-hmm. fame was not handling it and as much as like the bands want to make music it's just like we need to get kurt okay and courtney love to her credit she was one of the loudest people in his life to be like you need to go to rehab we have a child now you need to go to rehab and get your shit fixed regardless of what your opinion is on courtney love that's a whole different story right but well way back in it was that the song godspeed perfect circle came out in 2015 Mm -hmm. way back in 2015 they were saying you need to go to rehab yeah so like at you can some have, point yeah. it's up to you mm-hmm. you know and like Kurt Cobain left rehab you know so who's to say that like even if Mac Miller did have enough people in his life to be like go to rehab get yourself fixed well what if he left rehab well and it's that it's it's that self-fulfilling like I'm saying all these mm-hmm. things about like prophetic lyrics I'm not necessarily yeah. saying like he was psychic or something he knew that's yeah. how he was gonna die but at some point it's a self-fulfilling prophecy if yeah. you're saying Oh, yeah, I'm going to die. I'm going to overdose. Like, it's going to happen because you've already accepted it. Yeah. And also, on that note, we started... We started the episode with the phone number. So, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give the phone number again now that Mm -hmm. we've talked about it. It is for the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. If you or somebody you know needs help with mental or substance use disorders, the number is one 800 six six two four three five seven and the other number for suicide crisis helpline you can call or text 988 and that's for america yeah (laughs) Yeah. go check out the show notes if you need to find that number again and yeah just we know this was a heavy a heavy episode so Mm -hmm. go take care of yourself yeah and just like if you need help, there's always help. The first step is always the scariest, but yep. there is always a light at the end of the mm-hmm. tunnel. Just don't make it the afterlife. Yeah. Self-care, um, but in the real sense. Yeah. Healthy self-care yeah. is the message of this episode. Yeah. Healthy self-care. Um, but thank you for coming to do this album episode with me, Jess. Yeah, I obviously had lots to say. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Great, 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 great. Um and guys go check out the podcast on instagram that's cybar 505 on instagram that's where you can see the posts of the cocktails the album episodes that we do um that's where you can also leave a comment to let me know what you guys want to hear next and write into the podcast if there's any topics stories anything you want to share on the podcast that you want me to go over email me that is cybar.podcast at 505 dot podcast 505 at gmail.com again all that information will be in the show notes please rate it share it with your friends go send this to someone you think will enjoy the episode and as always guys drink responsibly and have a drink with me next time bye guys